Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Roy, you are reading Art of the Deal. Yes. I've never read the book, and I had no idea how old that book was. I thought that was one that he put out right before his campaign started, like all of them do. No, he re-released it with a with the campaign with an updated forward. Okay, but it was written when he was, I think, in his early forties. What? Uh, you're a businessman, and mm-hmm. so the fact that you're reading this book right now is is it is it mostly about business? Pretty much, yeah. It's 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 odd. I mean, it's it's a hundred percent Trump, it, which is one of the interesting things about it is that. 40 years ago or however 30 something years ago when he wrote this book he talked and acted exactly like he did the 4 years he was president of the United States. That doesn't surprise me at all. There was there's there was you know everybody writes a book before running for president yeah. and it's all about look at how great my I am in my past and um, I'm American yay. I used to sit down with my dad at the dinner table right. and he'd tell me this story. No, Trump is no BS. He comes right out and says it exactly like he like he talked as president and it's 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 refreshing in a way because that's what you know a lot of us believed all along is that Trump is not you know an evil agent of Russia he's Trump and you, everybody knew that going in and it the fact that he was exactly the same person yeah. in office as he was when he wrote this book when he was 40 it, he talked the same same attitudes about things. I, you know, I leave my options open. You know, like even some of the same phrases mm-hmm. that he he talked about then. It it just it, it's interesting to me if people, and and you can still read this book and think I don't like the guy. You know, he's he has a personality that rubs people yeah, the wrong way. Yeah, he's abrasive way. for sure. And, but I don't think you could walk away from reading this book and then having experienced him as president. And say, oh, he's evil. He's, or he's you know? disingenuous, at or, least. No, yeah. Because he's the same. Exactly. I, I Just from seeing interviews, I mean, for five years at least, from the time he declared he was running through the end of his presidency, or his, his first term anyway, we'll see, right. yeah. um, we were just inundated with anything that had ever related to Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I haven't read Art of the Deal, I guess I'm surprised that I didn't know more about it and the fact that it was written 40 years ago when he was 40, but just seeing interviews with him with Oprah and some of the talk shows he was on, some of them were goofy and he was playing the character of the mega millionaire. But ones where he'd actually talk about things, which 
you know, if he sat down with Letterman or somebody, mm-hmm. you're getting about three or four lines that are actual content, a, a policy or worldview from him. The rest of it was just goofy, you know, how big is your golden bathtub stuff, you right. know, that kind of stuff. But when he would say the important stuff, it really was surprisingly the exact same as it was during his presidency. And it was stuff that he acted on. It was like the guy knew business. This is the way America needs to do business. And it has never changed. Well, and even <laughs> even the golden bathtub stuff, he, he covers it in this book why he talks that way. It's all... There's, it's all a means to an end. It's all about image. It's all about winning the deal. It's all about getting the upper hand in a negotiation. And, you know, he talks about some of the stuff his dad did that was questionable, oh, you yeah? know, ethically. Um, just very open about it. And he's like, you know, but but you got to present yourself. And you're, if you're in a negotiation, you got to come from a position of strength. And... And so it's it's all I I just found out I didn't even know this my wife in business school back in the you know mid 80s in college read that book for one of her classes No kidding. And from the standpoint of you know this is how business gets done. Yeah, at the art of the deal. Right. And <laughs> so even even the crazy stuff that he does and the 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 more um you know I guess uh, fantastical statements that he makes and yeah. stuff—it's all on purpose. Well, it worked, and it worked. I mean, we're looking back over four years, <clears throat> foreign policy alone. Let's not even talk economics. Clearly, he had that part figured out. But foreign policy alone—in one year, we have gone from disaster to disaster. We had Middle East peace, Roy. Yeah. Under Donald Trump, nobody ever would have predicted that. But it's because he did that, and you can call him a loose cannon, but I think he knows he's being portrayed as a loose cannon and uses it exactly to say things to people like Putin because it came out I, either this week or the end of last week. Did you see this? That apparently while he was president, he told Putin, if you hit Ukraine, we'll hit Moscow. Well, that's something you wouldn't believe that Barack Ob- if Barack Obama said the same thing, you wouldn't believe him. You believe Trump because he's got this element of crazy. Well, it, it's, I don't know that he thinks of it as crazy. He thinks of it, I'm leaving all my options open. But that's so what I mean. you don't You don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it, it's funny, even his, his, you know, dealings with North Korea, which, you know, how many, and no president before him had ever sat down with Kim Jong-un. You can take take that and then take a section from the book where he's negotiating a deal in Queens for some mm-hmm. old building or a piece of land. Yeah, same principles. And it's the exact same process. Yeah. And it's it's not like, okay, I, I want to buy your building. I might be crazy. No, it's just I'm going to leave every option open. I don't need that building. I want it, but mm-hmm. you're going to give it to me for the price I want or I'm going to walk. Yeah. And But I may come back. You know, so it's it's that same... Of course. Ex- almost word for word the way he handled North Korea. Yeah, we may blow you up, but I don't know. If you want to work, we'll go have a beer. Isn't it funny how much leading into 2016, <clears throat> you heard this your whole life, 
whole, at least my entire life, I'd hear from people both sides of the aisle. You know what we need in there is is somebody who's not a politician, somebody who's a businessman. Right. Then you get your businessman who's really freaking good at it. By the way, he wasn't just a a Koch brother or something. You know, who's conservative who also made a lot of money being in business. He was a, I would say, a genius businessman in a lot of Mm -hmm. ways. Based on the things just that you're talking about, because he would kind of leave his options open, and you never really knew, and he would handle the whole world that way. Yeah. To see it happen, it really was stunning. And if you take away the media narratives about it, it really is amazing what we got to see. So that in mind, we had this conversation this week, and we'll end this hour on this question, which I'll pose to you. In a primary right now, going in, let's say DeSantis and Trump were the two. Mm -hmm. They're running against each other. I don't think that's going to happen. But if it did, who do you vote for in the primary? If it were today, it would be Trump. I would say a handful of months ago, I'd have said DeSantis, just because I think he's he's Trump light. I think he's really similar to Trump in a lot of ways, but he's still part of the system. He comes from politics. Well, he's not as rich as Trump. Well, yeah, and he's he's not going to want to burn it all down because he's part of it. Uh, I yeah. think we've gotten so bad with our foreign policy, with economics, with everything else. We need Trump more now than we even we did in 2016. I think we need somebody who's got nothing to lose, who's got no ties, nobody's got any dirt on him. He can come in and say, "All right, let's clean this up." I'll say this before we hit the top of the hour here and stick around because we got another hour of Wiggins America next. But I'll say that you're right that Trump can't be bought. Mm-hmm. And and there's something to said be said for somebody who has absolutely no financial ties to anybody but themselves. Now, DeSantis, for I for all the right reasons, is saying the right things. I think he'd be a terrific president. Mm-hmm. If he's the guy, then great. I'm all for that. Because it's going to be one of those two guys. Like yeah. we all know that. But and, and that's great. That's actually great news. That it's going to be one of those two guys because either one of them, I think, would be a terrific president in 2024 through 2028. But Trump is beholden to no one. And as much as DeSantis seems like he isn't, and I would believe that he probably wouldn't be, he's just not as rich. And yeah. I, I, it's a weird argument to make because it's not like you're like, oh, you know what? I want in there is a rich guy. That's not really the point. Yeah. The point is that... There is nothing that can buy that guy, the orange hair man, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the orange man bad guy. He he can't be bought. And well, here I'm going to I'm going to potentially turn the people who I didn't already lose over the the just Russia lose, thing. Just, everybody hates you, so don't worry. Yeah. About it. So here goes. I think a good ticket in in any other situation would be DeSantis and Tulsi Gabbard. I know you like Gabbard more than I do. I'm probably... she, she she hates the system a lot, which I love, but her some of her politics are like Bernie Sanders esque. She's moved on some of them, but you're right. I'm probably I'm probably closer to fifty fifty on her than twenty five. You know, yeah. But I still think she she would get stuff done because she isn't a uh, hard line. You know, presidents' views on things rarely have anything to do with what gets done because Congress is writing the laws. So they can veto or not, but it doesn't matter to me if somebody checks off every box. You know, if they get the important important ones, 
and they're a reasonable person and they can get people together to solve problems, that I'm in. I'll give you this. As vice president, I actually think she would be pretty good because mm-hmm. she would just be there to uh, figurehead for a lot of things that in that capacity, she actually does a really good job at. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 